Hello everyone, this is Janet touching base again. I can't believe that we're already in June and I can't believe the last time I spoke in my last episode was in December of last year. My how that time flies and so much has happened. But number one, I wanted to touch base to see how everyone is doing. With COVID still around us, but thankfully it's easing down a bit, but we still have to be on guard of, of it all. Uh, be prepared to still what we have to do. And then down the road, we'll be back to as per se normal as we possibly can be. I don't know if we'll ever be the same, but be able to socialize and be with one another and in person. <laughs> I can't wait to give hugs. So yes, so I'm sure a lot of you have been getting your immunizations. Uh, my daughter just got hers. I had got mine done about a week and a half ago. Sadly, I did have a reaction. I am known to have uh, reactions because of allergies. And I was a bit concerned about this and it did happen. Uh, my tongue was numb from the tip of the tongue to the back of my throat. I couldn't swallow. Uh, my tongue is still numb and funny. Um, the doctor said it'll be about two weeks of this. So it's been just over a week and a bit. So now we'll see if it will totally go away. So there's big question mark, question mark, question mark on my next vaccine. I want to get it because I want to be there for others and I want to be there for myself and my family. But I also have to be careful because the anaphylactic type reaction that I, I get from it. So that's all being checked out and discussed with my doctor. I have to apologize for not being here as much as what I wanted to be. Uh, I wanted to plan to do a lot more episodes than I have, but life gets in the way and for reasons, um, you know, that it could not be helped. Uh, so my daughter actually, just her second book of her uh, fantasy fiction trilogy, Dysnomia, her second book just came out uh, May 1st last month. So we've had a lot of work to be doing with that because I'm a marketer manager with that. So there's a lot of work to prepare. We we're doing Zoom events. We were doing our first live stream book launch for her book, which I, uh, 65, I'm not a technical person, but I am learning so, so much. And let me tell you, if anybody wants to stream, whether it's something, you know, that you have uh, yourself that you're wanting to talk about or promote, uh, let me tell you that uh, we use StreamYard. And it was awesome. And if this 65-year-old can do a stream, a live stream event, and ours went great, if you have any questions about that, please feel free to, to get a hold of me here. Send me a message, and I'll tell you about it because it's just awesome. And remember, I'm always a listening ear. In my last episode, I was talking to everyone that if you want to want to talk or if you need a listening ear, or you have any questions, whether you're with the autistic community, your autistic family with a child with autism or you're an autistic individual, even the general public, I am here. My ears are open. Um, my heart is here for you. Uh, I want to hear other stories. I've told my story. I want to hear other stories of families that have an autistic individual in their lives or from an autistic individual. That is our. That was our hope uh, from me writing this book and reaching out to people about Jenny's story. And so many people saying, Jenny's such a role model, such an inspiration. Actually, she just uh, won the end of last year, the uh, 2020 uh, Autism Self-Advocate Award for the Autism BC here in, in British Columbia, here in Vancouver, uh, for all across uh, BC. So that was wonderful. Um, she is wanting to be an advocate for the autistic individual, for the autistic family. I want to be out there to share our story of how we took autism 
the positive of it and never look back. And yes, even though you have trials and tribulations, there are triumphs, no matter what level the uh, autism is with your child or yourself personally. But we just want you to know that we're there for you. And like I said, I will be having Jenny um, in the very near future on one of my episodes. So I was wanting to touch base today and say, hey, I apologize for not being here as often as I, I, I could have. Uh, like I say, life does get in the way. But I'm very happy to any of you who are listening to my podcast, who are coming on board. Uh, I appreciate it because I'm doing this for all of us. I, I'm doing this for um, the autistic community. I'm also doing it for the general public uh, to discuss, to listen to other people's stories, to um, bring up topics and discuss them. I know one big thing I've talked with a lot of families is the siblings um, of autistic. And I talked about that in my last uh, when I was reading about my son and how he was there for Jenny, because they're part of it too. And I think sometimes they get forgotten or put in the back and we also have to be there for siblings. So any siblings out there of an autistic brother or sister, uh, please, uh, feel free to come and chat with me or send me a message. Uh, love to hear your stories and how you worked with it through. Um, because as we know, and, and parents and siblings, no, the autistic individual definitely needs more time, needs more help. And I commend and say kudos to siblings who are right there with their parents, helping their sibling out, protecting them, being there for him. But also giving that time, that's a lot of more to that autistic individual sometimes. I mean, we're there for our other children, for sure. There's no doubt about that. I was been there for my son and he knows that. But they also understand and respect the time that has to the extra time that has to be given to your autistic child and the work that, that goes with that. And I wouldn't even call it work. That's unconditional love because you love your child so much and you'll be that mama bear and be there for them. So, yes. Yeah, so today um, I was wanting to read a bit from chapter three and chapter three of my book. And remember, my book is called The Autistic Author and Animator. It's a mother's view of a daughter's triumph. And chapter three is talking about my dream team. Now, my dream team is the people who came on board when I first started pushing to get help for Jenny because we were going to have a year in between of her being able to see, um, when we went to see the pediatrician, to seeing a specialist um, outside of, of Vernon. So that was a long time. And I said, hey, she needs help now. Um, that's a long time to wait a year. And so I ended up pushing and searching everywhere support and <laughs> blessed, 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 blessed to have this avenue, different avenues of the dream team that all we all intertwined together, all their unconditional love, all their support, all their hard work and just their time in being there. And not only for Jenny, but for me as well and my son. So we appreciate so much this dream team um i can't even talk enough about them and i i can't thank them uh enough so here i'll bring a bit of chapter three to you today and it starts saying thankfully i managed to get in to see a doctor in vernon relatively quickly and this is when we moved from yellow knife yellow knife down to vernon i will not mention his name as over the period of time we saw him he was not medically there for my daughter and myself. When I explained to this doctor 
the history and concerns I had about Jenny's behavior since she'd been sick, that she was not her normal self. He looked at me as though I was simply an overreactive, overboard mother. The doctor told me Jenny was just slow to develop. She will talk eventually. Kids are kids. His reactions and facial expressions said this. Let's just get this mom out of here. He suggested taking her for a hearing test. I explained to him we tried to do that in Yellowknife, but she was very uncooperative. However, I would definitely try again if it was going to help me figure out what was going on with her. It wasn't much, but it was a start. I was really upset on the way home because of the do- because of how the doctor had treated me. He was very rude. It, it was very disrespectful. It, he made me feel like an overly neurotic mother. I did take Jenny to the public health unit for a hearing test. They tried, uh, along with my help, to get a test, but the fits were on. Jenny wouldn't stay still, nor would she listen. She flapped her hands. She screamed. She'd throw herself on the floor, hitting herself, biting herself, and then she tried running out of the room. She also couldn't talk, so she couldn't understand or even gesture to tell us if she could hear or not. She was exhausted. The audiologist was exhausted, and I was exhausted. There was no way we could do a proper test on her hearing to reveal anything. It just wasn't going to happen. I looked down at my little sweetie as we walked away from the clinic, her face all red and sweating. I felt so sorry for her. I needed to get to the root of the problem for her sake, as she needed and deserved appropriate care. She hadn't asked for this to happen to her. Hello everyone, this is Janet touching base again. I can't believe that we're already in June and I can't believe the last time I spoke in my last episode was in December of last year. My how that time flies and so much has happened. But number one, I wanted to touch base to see how everyone is doing. With COVID still around us, but thankfully it's easing down a bit, but we still have to be on guard <laughs> of, of it all. Uh, be prepared to still what we have to do. And then down the road, we'll be back to as, per se, normal as we possibly can be. I don't know if we'll ever be the same, but be able to socialize and be with one another and in person. <laughs> I can't wait to give hugs. So, Yes, so I'm sure a lot of you have been getting your immunizations. Uh, my daughter just got hers. I had got mine done about a week and a half ago. Sadly, I did have a reaction. I am known to have uh, reactions because of allergies, and I was a bit concerned about this, and it did happen. Uh, my tongue was numb from the tip of the tongue to the back of my throat. I couldn't swallow. Uh, my tongue is still numb and funny. Um, the doctor said it'll be about two weeks of this, so it's been just over a week and a bit. So now we'll see. <laughs> if it will totally go away. So there's big question mark, question mark, question mark on my next vaccine. I want to get it because I want to be there for others and I want to be there for myself and my family. But I also have to be careful because the anaphylactic type reaction that I I get from it. So that's all being checked out and discussed with my doctor. I have to apologize for not being here as much as what I wanted to be. Uh, I wanted to plan to do a lot more episodes than I have. But life gets in the way, and for reasons, um, you know, that it could not be helped. 
Uh, so my daughter, actually, just her second book of her uh, fantasy fiction trilogy, Dysnomia, her second book just came out uh, May 1st, last month. So we've had a lot of work to be doing with that because I'm a marketer manager with that. So there's a lot of work to prepare. We we're doing Zoom events. We were doing our first live stream book launch for her book, which oh, 65, I'm not a technical person, but I am learning so, so much. And let me tell you, if anybody wants to stream, whether it's something, you know, that you have uh, yourself that you're wanting to talk about or promote, uh, let me tell you that uh, we use StreamYard. And it was awesome. And if this 65-year-old can do a stream, a live stream event, and ours went great, if you have any questions about that, please feel free to, to get a hold of me here. Send me a message, and I'll tell you about it because it's just awesome. And remember, I'm always a listening ear. In my last episode, I was talking to everyone that if you want to want to talk or if you need a listening ear, you have any questions, whether you're with the autistic community, your autistic family with a child with autism or you're an autistic individual, even the general public, I am here. My ears are open. Um, my heart is here for you. Uh, I want to hear other stories. I've told my story. I want to hear other stories of families that have an autistic individual in their lives or from an autistic individual. That is our. That was our hope. Uh, from me writing this book and reaching out to people about Jenny's story and so many people saying Jenny's such a role model such an inspiration actually she just uh, won the end of last year the uh, 2020 uh, Autism Self-Advocate Award for the Autism BC here in, in British Columbia here in Vancouver uh, for all across uh, BC so that was wonderful um, she is wanting to be an advocate for the autistic individual, for the autistic family. I want to be out there to share our story of how we took autism, the positive of it, and never look back. And yes, even though you have trials and tribulations, there are triumphs, no matter what level the uh, autism is with your child or yourself personally. But we just want you to know that we're there for you. And like I said, I will be having Jenny um, in the very near future on one of my episodes. So I was wanting to touch base today and say, hey, I apologize for not being here as often as I, I, I could have. Uh, like I say, life does get in the way. But I'm very happy to any of you who are listening to my podcast, who are coming on board. Uh, I appreciate it because I'm doing this for all of us. I, I'm doing this for um, the autistic community. I'm also doing it for the general public uh, to discuss, to listen to other people's stories, to um, bring up topics and discuss them. I know one big thing I've talked with a lot of families is the siblings um, of autistic. And I talked about that in my last, uh, when I was reading about my son and how he was there for Jenny, because they're part of it too. And I think sometimes they get forgotten or put in the back. And we also have to be there for siblings. So any siblings out there of an autistic brother or sister, uh, please, uh, Feel free to come and chat with me or send me a message. Uh, love to hear your stories and how you worked with it through. Um, because as we know, and, and parents and siblings know, the autistic individual definitely needs more time, needs more help. And I commend and say kudos to siblings who are right there with their parents, helping their sibling out, protecting them, being there for him. But also giving that time that's allotted more to that autistic individual sometimes. I mean, we're there for our other children, for sure. There's no doubt about that. I was been there for my son, and he knows that. 
but they also understand and respect the time that has to the extra time that has to be given to your autistic child and the work that that goes with that and i wouldn't even call it work that's unconditional love because you love your child so much and you'll be that mama bear and be there for them so yes yeah, so today um i was wanting to read a bit from chapter three and chapter three of my book and remember my book is called the autistic author and animator it's a mother's view of a daughter's triumph and chapter three is talking about my dream team now my dream team is the people who came on board when I first started pushing to get help for Jenny, because we were going to have a year in between of her being able to see, um, when we went to see the pediatrician to seeing a specialist um, outside of, of Vernon. So that was a long time. And I said, hey, she needs help now. Um, that's a long time to wait a year. And so I ended up pushing and searching everywhere support. And <laughs> blessed, 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 blessed to have this avenue, different avenues of the dream team that all we all intertwine together, all their unconditional love, all their support, all their hard work, and just their time in being there. And not only for Jenny, but for me as well and my son. So we appreciate so much this dream team. Um, I can't even talk enough about them. And I, I can't thank them uh, enough. So here I'll bring a bit of chapter three to you today. And it starts saying, thankfully, I managed to get in to see a doctor in Vernon relatively quickly. And this is when we moved from Yellowknife, Yellowknife down to Vernon. I will not mention his name, as over the period of time we saw him, he was not medically there for my daughter and myself. When I explained to this doctor the history and concerns I had about Jenny's behavior since she'd been sick, that she was not her normal self, he looked at me as though I was simply an overreactive, overboard mother. The doctor told me Jenny was just slow to develop. She will talk eventually. Kids are kids. His reactions and facial expressions said this. Let's just get this mom out of here. He suggested taking her for a hearing test. I explained to him we tried to do that in Yellowknife, but she was very uncooperative. However, I would definitely try again if it was going to help me figure out what was going on with her. It wasn't much, but it was a start. I was really upset on the way home because of, the because of how the doctor had treated me. He was very rude. It, it was very disrespectful. It, he made me feel like an overly neurotic mother. I did take Jenny to the public health unit for a hearing test. They tried, uh, along with my help, to get a test, but the fits were on. Jenny wouldn't stay still, nor would she listen. She flapped her hands. She screamed. She'd throw herself on the floor, hitting herself, biting herself, and then she tried running out of the room. She also couldn't talk, so she couldn't understand or even gesture to tell us if she could hear or not. She was exhausted. The audiologist was exhausted, and I was exhausted. There was no way we could do a proper test on her hearing to reveal anything. It just wasn't going to happen. I looked down at my little sweetie as we walked away from the clinic, her face all red and sweating. I felt so sorry for her. I needed to get to the root of the problem for her sake, as she needed 
and deserved appropriate care. She hadn't asked for this to happen to her. Hello, everyone. This is Janet touching base again. I can't believe that we're already in June. And I can't believe the last time I spoke in my last episode was in December of last year. My, how that time flies and so much has happened. But number one, I wanted to touch base to see how everyone is doing. With COVID still around us, but thankfully it's easing down a bit, but we still have to be on guard <laughs> of, of it all. Uh, be prepared to still what we have to do. And then down the road, we'll be back to as, per se, normal as we possibly can be. I don't know if we'll ever be the same, but be able to socialize and be with one another and in person. <laughs> I can't wait to give hugs. So, yes, so I'm sure a lot of you have been getting your immunizations. Uh, my daughter just got hers. I had got mine done about a week and a half ago. Sadly, I did have a reaction. I am known to have uh, reactions because of allergies and I was a bit concerned about this and it did happen. Uh, my tongue was numb from the tip of the tongue to the back of my throat. I couldn't swallow. Uh, my tongue is still numb and funny. Um, the doctor said it'll be about two weeks of this. So it's been just over a week and a bit. So now we'll see if it will totally go away. So there's big question mark, question mark, question mark on my next vaccine. I want to get it because I want to be there for others and I want to be there for myself and my family. But I also have to be careful because the anaphylactic type reaction that I... I get from it. So that's all being checked out and discussed with my doctor. I have to apologize for not being here as much as what I wanted to be. Uh, I wanted to plan to do a lot more episodes than I have, but life gets in the way and for reasons, um, you know, that it could not be helped. Uh, so my daughter actually, just her second book of her uh, fantasy fiction trilogy, Dysnomia, her second book just came out uh, May 1st, last month. So we've had a lot of work to be doing with that because I'm a marketer manager with that. So there's a lot of work to prepare. We we're doing Zoom events. We were doing our first live stream book launch for her book, which I, uh, 65, I'm not a technical person, but I am learning so, so much. And let me tell you, if anybody wants to stream, whether it's something, you know, that you have uh, yourself, that you're wanting to talk about or promote, uh, let me tell you that uh, we use StreamYard and it was awesome. And if this 65 year old can do a stream, a live stream event, and ours went great, if you have any questions about that, please feel free to, to get a hold of me here, send me a message, and I'll tell you about it because it's just awesome. And remember, I'm always a listening ear. In my last episode, I was talking to everyone that if you want to, want to talk or if you need a listening ear or you have any questions whether you're with the autistic community your autistic family with a child with autism or you're an autistic individual even the general public i am here my ears are open um my heart is here for you uh i want to hear other stories i've told my story i want to hear other stories of families that have an autistic individual in their lives or from an autistic individual that is our that was our hope uh, from me writing this book and reaching out to people about Jenny's story and so many people saying Jenny's such a role model, such an inspiration. Actually, she just uh, won the end of last year, the uh, 2020 uh, Autism Self-Advocate Award for the Autism BC here in, in British Columbia, here in Vancouver, uh, for all across uh, BC. So that was wonderful. 
Um, she is wanting to be an advocate for the autistic individual, for the autistic family. I want to be out there to share our story of how we took autism, the positive of it, and never look back. And yes, even though you have trials and tribulations, there are triumphs, no matter what level the autism is with your child or yourself personally. But we just want you to know that we're there for you. And like I said, I will be having Jenny um, in the very near future on one of my episodes. So I was wanting to touch base today and say, hey, I apologize for not being here as often as I, I, I could have. Uh, like I say, life does get in the way. But I'm very happy to any of you who are listening to my podcast, who are coming on board. Uh, I appreciate it because I'm doing this for all of us. I, I'm doing this for um, the autistic community. I'm also doing it for the general public uh, to discuss, to listen to other people's stories, to um, bring up topics and discuss them. I know one big thing I've talked with a lot of families is the siblings um, of autistic. And I talked about that in my last uh, when I was reading about my son and how he was there for Jenny, because they're part of it too. And I think sometimes they get forgotten or put in the back. And we also have to be there for siblings. So any siblings out there of an autistic brother or sister, uh, please uh, feel free to come and chat with me or send me a message. Uh, love to hear your stories and how you worked with it through. Um, because as we know, and, and parents and siblings, no, the autistic individual definitely needs more time, needs more help. And I commend and say kudos to siblings who are right there with their parents, helping their sibling out, protecting them, being there for him. But also giving that time that's a lot of more to that autistic individual sometimes. I mean, we're there for our other children, for sure. There's no doubt about that. I was been there for my son and he knows that. But they also understand and respect the time that has to the extra time that has to be given to your autistic child and the work that, that goes with that. And I wouldn't even call it work. That's unconditional love because you love your child so much and you'll be that mama bear and be there for them. So, yes. Yeah, so today um, I was wanting to read a bit from chapter three and chapter three of my book. And remember, my book is called The Autistic Author and Animator. It's a mother's view of a daughter's triumph. And chapter three is talking about my dream team. Now, my dream team is the people who came on board when I first started pushing to get help for Jenny because we were going to have a year in between of her being able to see, um, when we went to see the pediatrician, to seeing a specialist um, outside of, of Vernon. So that was a long time. And I said, hey, she needs help now. Um, that's a long time to wait a year. And so I ended up pushing and searching everywhere support and blessed, oh, blessed, 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 blessed to have this avenue, different avenues of the dream team that all we all intertwined together, all their unconditional love, all their support, all their hard work and just their time in being there. And not only for Jenny, but for me as well and my son. So we appreciate so much this dream team um i can't even talk enough about them and i i can't thank them uh enough so here i'll bring a bit of chapter three to you today and it starts saying thankfully i managed to get in to see a doctor in vernon relatively quickly and this is when we moved from yellow knife yellow knife down to vernon i will not mention his name as over the period of time we saw him 
He was not medically there for my daughter and myself. When I explained to this doctor the history and concerns I had about Jenny's behavior since she'd been sick, that she was not her normal self. He looked at me as though I was simply an overreactive, overboard mother. The doctor told me Jenny was just slow to develop. She will talk eventually. Kids are kids. His reactions and facial expressions said this. Let's just get this mom out of here. He suggested taking her for a hearing test. I explained to him we tried to do that in Yellowknife, but she was very uncooperative. However, I would definitely try again if it was going to help me figure out what was going on with her. It wasn't much, but it was a start. I was really upset on the way home because of the because of how the doctor had treated me. He was very rude. It, it was very disrespectful. It, he made me feel like an overly neurotic mother. I did take Jenny to the public health unit for a hearing test. They tried, uh, along with my help, to get a test, but the fits were on. Jenny wouldn't stay still, nor would she listen. She flapped her hands. She screamed. She'd throw herself on the floor, hitting herself, biting herself, and then she tried running out of the room. She also couldn't talk. So she couldn't understand or even gesture to tell us if she could hear or not. She was exhausted. The audiologist was exhausted. And I was exhausted. There was no way we could do a proper test on her hearing to reveal anything. It just wasn't going to happen. I looked down at my little sweetie as we walked away from the clinic, her face all red and sweating. I felt so sorry for her. I needed to get to the root of the problem for her sake, as she needed and deserved appropriate care. She hadn't asked for this to happen to her. Hello, everyone. This is Janet touching base again. I can't believe that we're already in June. And I can't believe the last time I spoke in my last episode was in December of last year. My, how that time flies, and so much has happened. But number one, I wanted to touch base to see how everyone is doing. With COVID still around us, but thankfully it's easing down a bit, but we still have to be on guard <laughs> of, of it all. Uh, be prepared to still what we have to do. And then down the road, we'll be back to as, per se, normal as we possibly can be. I don't know if we'll ever be the same, but be able to socialize and be with one another and in person. <laughs> I can't wait to give hugs. So yes, so I'm sure a lot of you have been getting your immunizations. Uh, my daughter just got hers. I had got mine done about a week and a half ago. Sadly, I did have a reaction. I am known to have uh, reactions because of allergies. And I was a bit concerned about this and it did happen. Uh, my tongue was numb from the tip of the tongue to the back of my throat. I couldn't swallow. Uh, my tongue is still numb and funny. Um, the doctor said there'll be about two weeks of this. So it's been just over a week and a bit. So now we'll see if it will totally go away. So there's big question mark, question mark, question mark on my next vaccine. I want to get it because I want to be there for others and I want to be there for myself and my family. But I also have to be careful because the anaphylactic type reaction that I, I get from it. So that's all being checked out and discussed with my doctor. I have to apologize for not being here as much as what I wanted to be. Uh, I wanted to plan to do a lot more episodes than I have, 
but life gets in the way and for reasons, um, you know, that it could not be helped. Uh, so my daughter actually just her second book of her, uh, fantasy fiction trilogy, Dysnomia, her second book just came out, uh, May 1st last month. So we've had a lot of work to be doing with that because I'm a marketer manager with that. So there's a lot of work to prepare. We're doing Zoom events. We were doing our first live stream book launch for her book, which I'm uh, 65. I'm not a technical person, but I am learning so, so much. And let me tell you, if anybody wants to stream, whether it's something, you know, that you have uh, yourself that you're wanting to talk about or promote, uh, let me tell you that uh, we use StreamYard. And it was awesome. And if this 65-year-old can do a stream, a live stream event, and ours went great, if you have any questions about that, please feel free to, to get a hold of me here. Send me a message, and I'll tell you about it because it's just awesome. And remember, I'm always a listening ear. In my last episode, I was talking to everyone that if you want to want to talk or if you need a listening ear, you have any questions, whether you're with the autistic community, your autistic family with a child with autism or you're an autistic individual, even the general public, I am here. My ears are open. Um, my heart is here for you. Uh, I want to hear other stories. I've told my story. I want to hear other stories of families that have an autistic individual in their lives or from an autistic individual. That is our. That was our hope uh, from me writing this book and reaching out to people about Jenny's story. And so many people saying, Jenny's such a role model, such an inspiration. Actually, she just uh, won the end of last year, the uh, 2020 uh, Autism Self-Advocate Award for the Autism BC here in, in British Columbia, here in Vancouver, uh, for all across uh, BC. So that was wonderful. Um, she is wanting to be an advocate for the autistic individual, for the autistic family. I want to be out there to share our story of how we took autism, the positive of it, and never look back. And yes, even though you have trials and tribulations, there are triumphs, no matter what level the uh, autism is with your child or yourself personally. But we just want you to know that we're there for you. And like I said, I will be having Jenny um, in the very near future on one of my episodes. So I was wanting to touch base today and say, hey, I apologize for not being here as often as I, I, I could have. Uh, like I say, life does get in the way. But I'm very happy to any of you who are listening to my podcast, who are coming on board. Uh, I appreciate it because I'm doing this for all of us. I, I'm doing this for um, the autistic community. I'm also doing it for the general public uh, to discuss, to listen to other people's stories, to um, bring up topics and discuss them. I know one big thing I've talked with a lot of families is the siblings um, of autistic. And I talked about that in my last, uh, when I was reading about my son and how he was there for Jenny, because they're part of it too. And I think sometimes they get forgotten or put in the back. And we also have to be there for siblings. So any siblings out there of an autistic brother or sister, uh, please, uh, Feel free to come and chat with me or send me a message. Uh, love to hear your stories and how you worked with it through. Um, because as we know, and, and parents and siblings know, the autistic individual definitely needs more time, needs more help. And I commend and say kudos to siblings who are right there with their parents, helping their sibling out, protecting them, being there for him. But also 
giving that time that's allotted more to that autistic individual sometimes. I mean, we're there for our other children, for sure. There's no doubt about that. I was been there for my son and he knows that. But they also understand and respect the time that has to, the extra time that has to be given to your autistic child and the work that, that goes with that. And I wouldn't even call it work. That's unconditional love because you love your child so much and you'll be that mama bear and be there for them. So yes, yeah, so today um, I was wanting to read a bit from chapter three. And chapter three of my book, and remember my book is called The Autistic Author and Animator. It's a mother's view of a daughter's triumph. And chapter three is talking about my dream team. Now my dream team is the people who came on board when I first started pushing to get help for Jenny because we were going to have a year in between of her being able to see um, when we went to see the pediatrician to seeing a specialist um, outside of, of Vernon. So that was a long time. And I said, hey, she needs help now. Um, that's a long time to wait a year. And so I ended up pushing and searching everywhere support. And oh, blessed, 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 blessed to have this avenue, different avenues of the dream team that all we all intertwined together, all their unconditional love, all their support, all their hard work, and just their time in being there. And not only for Jenny, but for me as well and my son. So we appreciate so much this dream team um i can't even talk enough about them and i i can't thank them uh enough so here i'll bring a bit of chapter three to you today and it starts saying thankfully i managed to get in to see a doctor in vernon relatively quickly and this is when we moved from yellow yellow knife down to vernon i will not mention his name as over the period of time we saw him he was not medically there for my daughter and myself. When I explained to this doctor the history and concerns I had about Jenny's behavior since she'd been sick, that she was not her normal self, he looked at me as though I was simply an overreactive, overboard mother. The doctor told me Jenny was just slow to develop. She will talk eventually. Kids are kids. His reactions and facial expressions said this. Let's just get this mom out of here. He suggested taking her for a hearing test. I explained to him we tried to do that in Yellowknife, but she was very uncooperative. However, I would definitely try again if it was going to help me figure out what was going on with her. It wasn't much, but it was a start. I was really upset on the way home because of, the because of how the doctor had treated me. He was very rude. It, it was very disrespectful. It, he made me feel like an overly neurotic mother. I did take Jenny to the public health unit for a hearing test. They tried, uh, along with my help, to get a test, but the fits were on. Jenny wouldn't stay still, nor would she listen. She flapped her hands. She screamed. She'd throw herself on the floor, hitting herself, biting herself, and then she tried running out of the room. She also couldn't talk. So she couldn't understand or even gesture to tell us if she could hear or not. She was exhausted. The audiologist was exhausted. And I was exhausted. There was no way we could do a proper test on her hearing to reveal anything. It just wasn't going to happen. I looked down at my little sweetie as we walked away from the clinic 
her face all red and sweating. I felt so sorry for her. I needed to get to the root of the problem for her sake, as she needed and deserved appropriate care. She hadn't asked for this to happen to 